From Pinterest to Winello, we're the girls who tell you what's hot and what's not. Welcome to another segment of Ashley and Sarah Live. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. Happy hump day. <laughs> Even though it's been a little wet outside, especially if you're in Orlando, but I have my umbrella and Sarah has her rain boots. Rain boots umbrella. ready to go. It's probably going to rain later this afternoon, so watch out for that night. <laughs> Keeping it dry. I know. We've got a lot of good stuff today. Um, you know, if you ladies listen up, if you find a guy and you're, you don't really know much about him and you want to find more out, there's this new app that's out. It's called Lulu. Based off the Huffington Post, Lulu is a site that lets women review men like restaurants. Interesting, huh? Very. I downloaded it just to see what it was like. Off the Huffington Post, it says, if you meet a guy at a party and you hit it off, admit it, you're going to Facebook to Google him when you get home, which... I don't really Google them. I just go on Facebook, but that's just me. (laughs) Lulu is the place for you to do your research, except it's not going to bore you with whether he's registered to vote or not. No way. Lulu tells you the stuff you want to know. Is he a heartbreaker or your future husband? Lulu is the fastest way you can find out if he has a good track record with the ladies. So I've actually, since I've been on this app a few times, it was actually pretty funny. (laughs) Because there's, I just typed in someone's name. It connects through Facebook. It doesn't. It doesn't, if you comment on someone, it doesn't connect it and show on Facebook that, oh, I commented on so-and-so's thing and I think that he's unattractive or something like that. You're totally safe if you wanted to make a comment. It just uses Facebook to ensure that you're actually a female and that you're not some guy going on here to, I guess, pump up your guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Make I guess. your bros look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can rate things from kissing to attractiveness, commitment commitment level, and it gives you pros and cons of each guy. So you can go through, see a photo of him, see where he's from, what his overall rating is. It's a pretty interesting app. I don't know if I would use it to look at potential guys. I just use it to laugh. (laughs) It's a really good laugh, Um, (laughs) especially because you can take and you, they have good qualities and bad qualities, and they give you like pre-made hashtags for qualities. So a bad quality would be hashtag cheaper than a Big Mac. Yes. <laughs> and a good one would be like classy man, I don't know, something something good, you know, opens doors for women. Yes. That was one of them that I saw. Interesting stuff. Isn't there an app like that for guys, straight girls, though? Didn't you find an app like that? I did find an app for that. Um, it's called The Playbook, and it's so that guys can go on and rate their dates Hmm. and... So they can connect with their bros afterwards. So they can let their bros know <laughs> how their date went. It's interesting. Um, it uses bases. So first base, second base, home run, you know, the whole shebang. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> lovely is an operative word. Wasn't there an issue with that, though? They're trying to make it less of an issue. They're trying to make it more, I guess, user-friendly and less demeaning. Oh, Okay. Um, Great, which, good to know. I don't think bases is non-demeaning. Uh, at least with Lulu, you can rate it one through ten. So it's very simple, yes. very just committed. It doesn't. Committed. It doesn't say second base, third base. It just says category kissing or attractiveness. You know, not so cut and dry with the bases. <laughs> yeah. I don't know any guy that uses that app though. I have since I have downloaded the Lulu app. I haven't actually commented on anyone but women have done this already they have and i'm kind of surprised because i just found out about this so a lot of my friends have been rated and it's really interesting to go through and kind of scary because i know a lot of these guys and i see them around and i look at them and it's just so tempting to look at their reviews and it's just like ex-girlfriend friend and you're like do i really want to read this review well that's the thing can you trust those reviews because if i was to rate my boyfriend right now and we're not fighting or anything he would get good reviews but say i was an ex of his and we just broke up and it was a really bad breakup he's not going to get the best reviews so it's not very reliable (laughs) it's a very good point but a lot of these guys i look at them and and I think, especially guys that I knew in middle school and high school, I'm thinking, you must have really changed because they're like, oh, great guy. And I'm like, no, you Last really time I remembered, that. you were really rude. Yes. <laughs> so maybe they were just being really nice because these are girls that they're trying to, you know, like, date or yeah, be with. And maybe that's why they're being nicer. I don't know. But 
you know, I look through some of these and I'm like, no, I, I don't think that's true. I think that you're false. <laughs> you're not a very good guy. Um, one of the comments usually has a small summary about the guy and um, based on, I think, I don't know if the user creates the, su- or the summary or if Lulu creates a summary, but one of my guy friends. Oh, yeah, you showed me this. <laughs> the comment is, he's about as funny as the Great Depression. <laughs> Oh, that that's the best comment. <laughs> um, and some of his worst hashtags were cheaper than a big map, no chemistry, still loves his a- still loves his ex and gone by morning. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Which I don't think that I would like to have, but the creators of Lulu created this not only so that women could look out for themselves, but also so that men could see their worst qualities and change. But I thought men couldn't look at the app though. That's the it's for women only. How are they going to look at their qualities and change? That, I guess, is the magic of it. So, okay, so if they got rated really low in kissing, it's 1 through 10, so say they get it too. How are they going to fix that? <laughs> more practice? <laughs> but if you see that he got a 2, would you I know, would you want to? Exactly, that's the point. That's the point. Um, I have read that this app is like Sex in the City meets a mobile app, you know? your average day sex in the city it's definitely interesting interesting but i really don't know if i would trust it i don't no. think if i you know i meet a guy and i'm like let me go check lulu i have a better gut feeling than i do if checking an app off of someone else's words you know because your friends will give you an honest opinion but the people rating those guys they're not always your friends they're no. they're his exes or past flings you know sometimes your relatives can get on there and rate you, which I think oh, is just really oh, strange. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Um, which I don't know if I would want to go on and rate my relatives. Why would I rate my brother? That makes no sense to me. No. Or my cousin, or... Yeah, my cousin has more... My cousin has a bunch of ratings. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this should be a red flag. My brother doesn't, but my brother's best friend has two from friends. Hmm. Um, which I was very grateful that they were friends and not ex-girlfriends, because I don't think I would have been able to read those because he's 16. Oh. And which I don't think is appropriate for a 16-year-old no. to be rated on there. Not at all. Or for other 16-year-olds to be using it. But, you know, things happen. <laughs> happen. Oops. <laughs> but I think it, it really is an interesting app, but I think it, it kind of takes away from the value of actually meeting someone and exactly and getting the time to know them and and taking that. I think you can you can ask other friends about them or you know their their bros are probably gonna lie about them a little bit and talk them up. And Obviously, like, oh, he's the best. Bro. Typical guys, you know. But I think you know if they have girlfriends or if, um, you do know their family or whatever, you can go to them and talk to them and see what they think. But I don't think I would ever go to an app. No, I also think it's interesting because if you go on the app, you can see how many times someone has viewed that person's page. So I was going on this one guy's app just to see because I would just would assume that he has a lot of views and a lot of comments. He had over 600 views, but no one had commented. So a bunch of girls are like, I want to see what he got rated. But yet no one has commented at all. No one's rated him at all. So I think that's interesting, too. Because people are too afraid to (laughs) to make a comment. Because it could be really bad. You never know. Are you on the app now? Yes. Do you see something bad? I see your eyebrows lifting right now. And no, I have a feeling. He, <laughs> he has nine. This guy that I went to high school with has nine reviews, 13 favorites, 1,561 views. One, over 1,000 views? Over 1,000 views. See, I just had no idea this app was so popular. I didn't either. If you would like to hit us up on our Facebook page and like us at Ashley and Sarah Live, you can comment and see if you would actually use the app, ladies. This is directed directed towards you. And guys, would you use Playbook to rate girls on, you know, first base, second base, third base, home run? Please let us know. We're interested in finding this out. Because I, I really don't see a lot of people using this app. It's just one of those apps that's like, oh, cool, for a few seconds. And then it's not, it's not going to get as popular as, I don't know, Twitter. <laughs> don't see that happening. I don't see it happening either. But after the break, you found an interesting story. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about food and 13 healthy foods. I think it's 13 that you think are healthy when you look at them, but they're really not that healthy. There's hidden things in them that make them bad. And then Ashley found a great story 
And what's that about? <laughs> it's about how sugar is actually a toxin in things that we drink. Surprise, surprise. This is why we don't drink soda. Because I would rather stick to my H2O and be fine, because our bodies are mostly made of water, not sugar. So join us after the break to hear more about these stories. We'll be right back. You're listening to Ashley and Sarah Live. Got a bumper like a billboard covered in stickers of her favorite band. She's got a handful of records that she turns to when she needs to land. She's a Saturday night parade through the streets that all eyes come to see, including me. She carries memories around like souvenirs down in her pockets. 
Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Ashley and Sarah live. The first song you listened to was Can't Hold Us by Macklemore. And that was Sarah's choice. Very fun and exciting song. Upbeat songs, you know. We like them. And my choice was Guinevere by Eli Young Band. I like that song. You always introduce me to new songs every time we're here. I try. I try my hardest. You do a good job. I don't know if you've heard that Macklemore song, so I was just trying something different. I had not heard that one. I've heard a couple of other Macklemore songs. My brother... He's absolutely fascinated by him. So anytime really? he gets in the car, he thinks that he can control my radio. And so we get to listen to Macklemore. And Don't you just it. hate little brothers? I do. They're just <laughs> terrible, terrible people. <laughs> and my brother's probably listening right now like, hey, not cool. I know. but So this segment, we're going to be talking about food and healthy foods that you eat all the time that you just assume are healthy, but they're really not that healthy. And then Ashley's going to share a story about sugar and how it can actually be a toxin to your body. So this first story I got, I got off a Cosmopolitan, <laughs> you know, very credible sources. <laughs> but we all know that chips and brownies and really good desserts aren't healthy for us. But these foods, there's 13 foods that we eat all the time, 
we eat them, we might choose them because we think that they're healthier, but they actually could be high in sugar, sodium, or be lacking in nutrients that we might need. Most of the times, this stuff just has like hidden food in it that we didn't realize was in it. So I'll just read off the list, and then we'll discuss some of the things that, oh, we should have known that, you know. So the first thing on the list is sushi rolls. Then you have dried fruit, granola, bran muffins, half and half coffee, wraps, bottled teas, rice cakes, veggie burgers, surprise, juice, diet microwave meals. I eat them all the time. They're on the list. Salads. And last but not least, tofu, something I will never eat. <laughs> I really like tofu, and my dad makes fun of me for it, but I really enjoy tofu. What does it taste like? Nothing. That's the beauty Exactly. Of it. Why would I eat something that tastes like nothing? I think and it, it made the list, too. So mm, why? That's true. See, people eat tofu because it's like, oh, it's vegan, it's healthy, but it made the list of things that you think are healthy that aren't that healthy. So the first thing on the list was sushi. And I have to admit, I pop sushi like it's candy. Like, I'm just like, more sushi, please. <laughs> I do, too. My best friend and I, anytime that we want to go have a girls' night, and we are like, oh, let's go eat somewhere. Where are we going to go? To our favorite sushi place. Exactly. And they give you six or seven pieces, depending on what kind of trays you order. But I always like ordering the Philadelphia roll, and I get made fun of all the time by my boyfriend. He's like, that's not real sushi. It's the worst sushi you could get because it has cream cheese in it. And they're like, who orders sushi with cream cheese? And I'm like... Yeah, well, that's me. <laughs> but it's so good. My favorite, um, we go to this place not too far from our house, and I live in Jacksonville, and so it's not too far from our house in Jacksonville, and they make this roll, and it's called a crunchy roll, and it's probably like an inch and a half in diameter, and it's got crab meat and cucumber and cream cheese and exactly. um, a tempura shrimp in it, and then they put like tempura flakes on top of it, and they put eel sauce on top of it. There's a bunch of mayonnaise, there's a bunch of cheese in there, all these terrible things. I know, and I eat them so much, and I'm more full from eating sushi than I am, I don't know, a PB&J sandwich. Obviously, you know, I buy more sushi than I do eat sandwiches like PB&J, but still, you think, oh, that's just five little pieces, it's not a big deal. Oh, I'll just order, you know, another dish of this, not a bad and you think it's rice and it's seaweed and sushi cucumber sounds- and it sounds so healthy, but a lot of times when you get but like, you're wrong. <laughs> if you get shrimp sauce or if you get yum yum sauce or oh my gosh, yum yum sauce. You know, don't don't like get that. me started. I'm starving right now. The base is mayonnaise. I know. They say on this on Cosmo, it says a standard roll can clock in at 500 to 600 calories. So, yippee! <laughs> this is absolutely crazy. I know a lot of the healthier choices in are like Hawaiian rolls, which use um, salmon. I've never had one. It's like salmon and um, pineapple in the middle, and it's not a lot of Hmm. I've had a mango tango roll. Sounds delicious. I love mango, so it's perfect. There's also this (laughs) sushi roll that I get every time I go. It's called the orgasm roll. (laughs) It's the best sushi roll they have at the restaurant. And, of course, it's my favorite, go figure. But that's the joke. Every time my parents and I go out, they're like, are you going to get the orgasm roll? And I'm like, yeah, of course, it's my favorite. But they always make fun of me. The next one on the list is dried fruit. I don't eat dried fruit that often, but I can see why it's on the list because it has a lot of sugars, right? Isn't it? I don't know. I don't eat dried fruit, so. I don't either. Um, I think because it's it's dehydrated, it's a lot denser, so you eat a lot more of it as opposed to if you ate regular fruit. So a lot of times you eat a lot of it. And um, on Cosmo it says, for example, um, Grapes would have 60 calories per cup, while raisins have 460 per cup. Are you serious? Yeah. And a lot of brands have to add sugar because it makes them sweeter, so like right. dry so you taste better. Mm-hmm. So then not only are you getting, you're eating a lot of them and they're more dense and they have this natural sugar that you find in, in your fruits, then they've added this extra sugar and it makes it even worse to eat. Yeah. Not really going to eat dried fruit anymore. I don't really eat, the next one on the list is granola. I don't, granola bars maybe. But they're mostly like the cereal bars that I just grab and substitute for breakfast. But like what's the problem with that thing. one? It says sugar. Sugar is another issue, which sugar. we're going to get into in a minute, too. Um, Toxin. <laughs> sugar, mostly. Um, and when you add it to your cereal, or if you eat granola cereal, it can be up to 500 calories. Um, I know a lot of people put granola in yogurt, 
I don't eat yogurt. Oh, I didn't know that. A lot of people do, and I think um, because it has a lot of sugar in it, because it's sweet, then it makes your yogurt right. taste better. You eat a lot of it, and it you're sounds like, oh, good this too. is healthy, because it has a lot of fiber in it. They really promote that in supermarkets, too. Yogurt with granola. They do. They post, and that's the thing, though. They post the calorie count on the side of the can. But I think it, you know, and even when you don't, if it has low calories and it's still packed with sugars, which <laughs> make up for the amount of calories that you have. So you you look at it and you're like, oh, it only has like 110 calories, but then it has, they got you, again. <laughs> you know, 25 grams of sugar in it and has a ton of sugars. Next one on the list is bran muffins. And I eat regular muffins, not bran muffins. So I can't really say much about this one either. Not really feeling that one. Isn't it sugar is the problem in this one too? Sugar because it makes them taste better. Um, also, it has a, they also have a lot of fat. I think because of the amount of fiber. Uh, well, next, I'm not eating bran muffins anytime soon. Anyways, so we're good on that. Here's the next one that I have a problem with every single day I wake up because I wake up super early. I wish I didn't have to, but I do. Half and half in your coffee. I always put, I like my coffee I like my cream with a little bit of coffee. That's that's how exactly I would phrase that. Exactly how I like mine. It has to be almost white, which <laughs> is like the worst. <laughs> I'm not really drinking coffee. It's just the cream and all the sugar that's in it. I can go through a bottle of cream in almost two weeks, and I don't. I usually don't drink coffee on the weekends because I sleep in. Right. Um, but you know, it's and I wake up and I get a cup of coffee, and then when I'm at lunch, if we're at the dining hall, the dining hall has a coffee maker, and you mm-hmm. can just get it while you're there. So then I get a cup of coffee there, and then I'll go home, and if I'm staying up late studying, it's like, oh, well, I'll just get another cup of coffee. But one coffee is not day. bad. No. It's once you have one, you you feel inclined to have another one, and another one, it's like it opens the door to more. It does, and so when you have one cup, it's not bad, but then you start piling on, you know, just more cups and more cups, and so you have all this half and half that piles up, and you might as well just have used regular one time. I try to only have one cup, but, you know, it happens. It happens. It does. It happens occasionally. Most of the time, I drink about three. Oh, yeah. The next one on the list is wraps and... I was kind of shocked by this, but then we were talking about it, and now I remember why they're really not that healthy, because wraps are bigger than your average sandwich. They can fit more meats on it. They could they have to put more mayonnaise and mustard and sauces that go in a wrap in it. So I can see why this isn't as healthy as you think. Just because you think you're saving on the bread, you're really not, because the tortilla. And a lot of times you think, you know, you go someplace and you're like, oh, I'll get like a chicken Caesar wrap. And, you know, when you eat a Caesar you, you know, have to have the dressing you have from the that. dressing, and, you know, you have the chicken, which is high in protein, high in right. food like that. But, you know, so you're eating a lot of this, and so you have extra Caesar dressing and all this stuff, and it's not terribly healthy for you anyway, so then you wrap it up and eat it, and it makes it that much worse. It's tough trying to eat healthy, and then you realize you're really not eating that healthy anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the next one on the list is bottled teas. I don't really drink bottled tea that much. Most of the time it's green tea that I drink. But if I did get bottled tea, it's normally like the Publix gallons of bottled tea. And I know that's really not healthy. Yeah. Because I always get like the mango flavored or the raspberry flavored. And that has a lot of sugar in it. And I'm guilty of that. But I only have, because I don't drink soda. So I have water and then I have a cup of iced tea and then I'm done for the day. So Exactly. But the problem with these is they have they have so many calories. Mm-hmm. The calorie count is almost 200 and 200 calories and they have sugar. Sugar is another problem. They just load these things up with sugar to make them taste good, and then... hmm Yeah. The next one on the list is rice cakes. I haven't had a rice cake in forever, but I can see why, because it's just empty calories and sodium, and you want... Oh, it's just a few rice cakes, not a big deal, but it doesn't fill you up at all. It's just empty calories. Exactly. They have a lot of sugar, they have a lot of sodium, and they don't have any... Um, fiber or protein. Mm-hmm. So they don't fill you up. The, the more you eat them, you think they're good for you and you have to eat a lot of them in order to fill full. Right. Totally understand. Next one on the list we have is veggie burgers. And I no longer eat red meat because I just felt sick from all the beef. But I always assumed veggie burgers were healthy. But again, it's whatever you put on top of the burger. So when you put cheese on it, you eat the the bun, you put all this mayonnaise and mustard and ketchup. I don't think mustard has that many calories, but still, with anything that you add cheese to, it's probably not the healthiest choice. So if you just had the patty, I mean, that's not that bad. I think if you just had the patty and maybe the bun, it wouldn't be as bad. But, I mean, obviously you had bread at that point, so it adds a few more calories. But yeah. And a lot of them are high in protein and high in fiber, so that kind of a lot of times will add your calorie count. And if you do things like Weight Watchers, they take into account 
um, fat, protein, calories, and or carbs. And I wouldn't. I have no something idea. Something else, and you know, so a lot of times, like the higher the protein, the higher your like Weight Watchers number. Oh, good to know. The next one on the list is juice, which I I can understand. Sugar, orange juice has a lot of sugar in it. Sunny D, I really don't like because it. They always so promote it. To, they always promote it toward kids. We love Sunny D, and I'm like, this is just too sweet. It just doesn't taste like orange juice at this point. If you take an actual orange and you put it in the juicer, that's orange juice. It's a little pulpy, which I can deal with at times, but there's not all that. Extra, it's natural sugar. It's not all the added sugar that you have. So that's healthy, but the juices that they manufacturer aren't the healthiest and i think that's a problem too is a lot of them are like oh well, we use natural and artificial flavors well if you use the natural flavors a lot of times you get the natural sugars and then they add more sugar into right. it to make it sweeter and, and that's the problem you just end up with these high calorie drinks with high calorie with lots of sugar and that's how it gets you too because you could eat a great meal and then you have a cup of juice or a can of soda or a cup of t- bottled tea you know everything that we're talking about right now and it ruins, <laughs> you add so many more calories onto your diet. So the next one on the list, speaking of diets, the diet microwave meals, which I was kind of upset about because I always eat lean cuisines and I actually saw this thing. It was like, that lean cuisine really filled me up, said no one ever, <laughs> <laughs> which is so true because every time I eat it, I'm like, oh, this box of lean cuisine is only 320 calories. I'm like, dang it, I'm still hungry. So then I get more food and it's worse. Exactly. <laughs> And what they have to do, because they have to, you know, freeze them and everything, and because they're diet, they have to add a lot more sodium to them. Yeah. And so that's that's the problem. And so, but I eat them all the time, especially because it's really easy. You know, you're, you're you just pop it in the microwave, and, pop, and you're not yeah. going to worry about it later. It's the easiest dinner to make and the laziest one. And that's why I eat it all the time, because I don't cook, remember? And they're I bake. good. I know. That's the thing. They've gotten so much better. They used to not be that good. No, they did not. And now... They're great and unhealthy. I know. It's sad. The other one on the list is salads, which, like we were talking about with the burgers, it's what you put on the salad. So if you put fried chicken on the salad, obviously fried chicken wasn't your best choice. And if you put a bunch of dressing on the salad, (laughs) you're in bad shape too. So get your dressing on the side. Get grilled chicken instead of fried chicken. I I don't know. Don't get croutons. Get sunflower seeds, which are high in protein. But I want croutons, Ashley. Croutons are my favorite. When I was little... This is going to be really weird. I would, like, come home from school, and I would get, like, a bowl and put croutons in there. Would you just eat a bowl of croutons? <laughs> and marshmallows. <laughs> what? Marshmallows? And croutons. Because I wanted something salty and sweet. That is the weirdest thing I've ever... <laughs> but I really like croutons. What's the point of this story? Ew, that's disgusting. Stop it. There's this kid in my Spanish class. Oh, my gosh. He brings a bag full of food and carrots wheat thins, and then this gross melted chicken nastiness at like 9 o'clock in the morning. And he's eating, he's like, it's my second breakfast. I'm like, how did you put this bag of stuff, and why are you eating it? And it smells. And I sit right next to him like, could you not eat that right now? That At least it's not as bad as that. But really, marshmallows. Marshmallows. <laughs> but I would eat all the croutons first and then eat the marshmallows. It's not like I would eat them. The salt, okay. Because I can deal with the peanuts, the, no, the M&Ms that have, the what is it pretzel pretzels. okay pretzels those are good salty and sweet not that weird of a combination marshmallows and croutons <laughs> something is wrong with you ashley i have a problem with this <laughs> i don't do it anymore if it makes you feel better <laughs> thank you for sharing i was dying to know that great okay we're gonna finish this one off tofu is the next one on the list <laughs> and stop laughing <laughs> and um you completely threw me off with that. I was not expecting that at all. Tofu. You eat it. I don't. Another weird thing that you eat that I don't eat. <laughs> I, I eat lots of weird things. <laughs> but I really do like tofu, um, especially because the only meat I eat is chicken. And so a lot of times I need to find another source of protein, and so I'll, I'll eat tofu. Um, but the problem is... It tastes like nothing. People, <laughs> it tastes like nothing. And because it tastes like nothing... A people want to add stuff to it. Add stuff to it. They add dressing. They fry it. They... I don't know, do whatever you do to tofu, but um, a lot of times if you mix it up with, you know, just like in a stir fry, it does add a little bit of flavor to it, and so you don't have to add as much dressing, and it's actually really good and really good source of protein. You know what you started sounding like, and I can't help but laugh right now? You can fry it. You can saute it. You sound like (laughs) Bubba from Forrest 
stuff. You can do like 30 things with tofu. I'm still not going to eat it. <laughs> I'm going to try and find a list of 30 things you can do with tofu. Just for you. Throw it in the trash. That's number one. <laughs> All right, so on to those are the 13 things that you think are healthy that really aren't that healthy for you. Now we're going to move on to Ashley's story of the week, which is... Sugary drinks have been linked to 180,000 deaths worldwide. <sighs> yeah. There was a study done and... This is CNN, right? This, I found this story on CNN. Um, and these, you know, sugar, sugary drinks have been related to these obesity-related deaths and actually... Um, this was released by the American Heart Association at their conference, and the mm. whole thing was they had to go through and they had to like take out, you know, all of these other factors. And once they narrowed it down, they found that countries that had more sugary drinks, their death rates were higher. That's so interesting because of this. Um, and something I don't think that many of us think about is one 12 ounce regular soda contains the equivalent of 10 teaspoons of sugar and has about 140 calories. And that's exactly why I don't drink soda, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I gave up soda last New Year's resolution and have actually kept to it relatively well. There's a couple of times where, you know, it just, it's more convenient to drink soda right. because of where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I can avoid it, then I don't drink soda just because it's it's so bad see i always choose coffee instead of soda but when i'm at work there's a soda machine right in front of me Mm. so i don't feel bad getting like a little swig i guess that's the right word you know you just sip a little bit and then you throw the cup in the trash can you're like okay i didn't drink a whole can of soda so i feel a little bit better about myself but i know i'm still probably getting a lot of sugar in that it says here that the average consumption of sugar-sweetened beverages in Mexico, which was the country with the highest death rates am- among larger nations, was 24 ounces per day. Wow. So it's a lot of times you don't think about it, but there's so much sugar in it, and it just leads to you know higher obesity rates. But even when they did the study, they took out factors such as you know change in um, physical exercise, and they took in you know oh, okay. they took out I was wondering about and, that. Um, you know, watching TV and things like that, but. They narrowed it down to just sugary drinks, and it was a study, I think, done by Harvard, and they they took it just to that, hmm. but they found that, you know, it, was, it related back to these sugary drinks were the cause of these obesity-related deaths. See, you, just, you think that it's not really that bad, and then you listen to this story, and you realize, wow, maybe I should cut down on my soda. So that's our challenge to you. <laughs> Please try. Drink more water because bottled teas and juices and sodas really aren't the best choice these days. But, I mean, sometimes you just have to have your fix. I can't help it. It's just one of those things, especially if you're on a daily routine. It's actually, it becomes a drug where oh, yeah. you have to have your diet Mountain Dew or whatever you drink every morning because if you don't, you're going to get headaches, you're going to be irritable, and then you're going to be worse off. So, I mean, if you're in that situation, just try to taper it down and then maybe you'll be better off. My brother, actually, if he doesn't have a Coke in the morning, will have terrible migraines. And so whenever he That's gets so up, sad. He, has have a, he has to have a Coke. And so I've tried to, you know, encourage him to drink less. And he's like, I only drink one a day. And then, you know, later on in the day, he's opening up his second one. Right. I'm like, that's just one. Yeah, that's one and a half, two right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if I share this with him, he will. Maybe he'll change his ways. You never know. Change his mind. Well, we're going to go to a little musical break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about body language that guys send to girls and what we think it means. And then, what else are we going to be talking about? We're also going to be talking about this, what we feel is a terrible story of a staff reporter at the Crimson White at the University of Alabama fabricated sources in her stories, which as... A freshman. A a freshman freshman did this, and as communication majors, it just absolutely is disheartening to us. But we'll talk about it after the break. All right, you're listening to Ashley and Sarah Live. We'll be right back.
to sweat for the other guys. When you come around, I get paralyzed. And every time I try to be myself, it comes out wrong like a cry for help. It's just not fair. Seems more trouble than love is worth. I guess. Sound of silence, the cars were cutting like knives in a fist fight. And I found you with the bottle of wine, your head in the curtains, and heart like the Fourth of July. You swore and said, We are not, we are not shining stars. This I know, I never said we are. Though I've never been through hell like that I've closed enough windows to know you can never look back If you're locked in a zone Or you're sinking like a stone Carry on May your path be the sound Of your feet upon the ground Carry on Carry on, carry on
Welcome back from break. You're listening to Ashley and Sarah Live. The first song you listened to was Heart Attack by Demi Lovato, and that was my choice. And then Spotify decided that it was going to pick a song for us. So it didn't play my choice, by the way. I did not pick that song because that's not one of my favorite songs. No. It was supposed to be A Little of Your Time by Maroon 5, but Spotify wanted otherwise. Spotify wanted Carry On by Fun. Yeah, well... All right, well, let's get into body language and decoding guys' body language. And we'd love to know what you think, so hit us up on our Facebook page. Just type into the search bar, Ashley and Sarah Live, and just like us on Facebook, and then you'll be good to go, and you can add in on the conversation. So Cosmo, again, because I get my stuff from credible sources. You know me, Cosmo girl. Cosmo has this article that's out that judges guys' body language, so... If his toes are slanted inward, that means something. If his arms are crossed, that means something. So let's just go through the list and see what some of these are. So if he positions, if he positions his chest and shoulders toward you, even if he's looking at someone else. All right, the next one, if he half smiles, mm-hmm. which the means he smile. kind of is flirting with you, which I can believe, I can believe, but what about a full smile? Just saying. Mm. <laughs> so if you full smiles, that doesn't mean anything. It means, yeah, well, next. <laughs> if he lifts his eyebrows, that means he's into you. Now, this one I don't buy. If he touches his jean, his jean pockets or his belt, that means he's suggesting you look, you know, at that area, which I don't buy at all. What if he's reaching for his keys in his pocket? Subliminal messaging. <sighs> I have a problem with Cosmopolitan when it comes to that one. I just, I don't buy it. All right. He holds a long, piercing gaze, which means he's thinking about you, and he's looking deep into your soul. I don't know. That's just, I don't see that one either. Yeah, I don't see that one either. <laughs> if he stands or sits with his toes pointed toward each other, that means he's uncomfortable, right? That's what that one means? Yes, which I don't think I believe because oftentimes I stand with my toes pointed towards each other, And it's just... Stop being so uncomfortable right now. Stop it. I'm trying to be more comfortable. (laughs) It's just because that's the way I stand. Um, Like Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats? (laughs) When he stands like that? (laughs) I just stand like that, and I don't think it's because I'm unsure of myself. I think it's just because that's how I like to stand. Yeah. Cosmopolitan, you had it wrong again. If he has a closed mouth grin, that only shows... Wait, What? That shows only at the corners of his upturned mouth. What the heck? Is that kind of like a half smile? <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm getting at, too. Because the photo that they show for the half smile and the photo that they show for this one looks exactly the same. <laughs> what does it say it means? <laughs> that he likes you, but he doesn't want to reveal too much too soon, so he's probably shy. What? So, but half smile means he's into you. But if he, you know, has a coy, closed mouth grin... He's shy. How can you tell the difference? But what if he doesn't smile with his mouth open, but he's not into you? We're in trouble. Ladies, we're in trouble. Once again, this is why we have apps like Lulu <laughs> to tell us about stuff. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it all goes full, full circle. <laughs> full circle. He tilts his head slightly to the side where your eyes meet. And this means I have no idea. What does it mean? It's a subconscious come hither signal. Hey, hey, baby. (laughs) I I don't know, because a lot of times when I tilt my head to the side, it means that I'm more confused or questioning, like at this very moment. I have my head tilted to the side because I don't understand. Well, this is is for guys, though. This isn't for girls. They don't care about girls in this one. We're just trying to figure out what guys mean. I'll have to ask my guy friend. I don't buy that one either. I don't either. He smiles with his top lift. No, this, this is stupid. No. He smiles with his top lip stretched wide and his front teeth barely peeking through. That is the weirdest. How could you smile like that? that this photo it just looks so bad. It's like they caught him and like he's about to smile and they took the photo too early. And he's like, guys, delete that photo. I don't want it on Facebook. But now it's all over Cosmopolitan, so you can't help it. But it means that he enjoys your company, but the romantic spark may not be there. I don't know if I buy the, the smile. One. I don't buy any of these except for, no, I don't nope. buy any of these. Nope. He has a devilish smirk. I can't even read right now. When he raises his right or left side of his closed mouth. Why are these all like, 
he tilts his chin to the left and his eyebrow leans a little forward to the right. No one is... When when I'm talking to a guy, I'm not like, look at his eyebrow, it moved this way, and his, his cheek's a little this way, and does that mean this, and does that mean this? No one's thinking like that, Cosmo. Please stop. He stands with his legs spread apart, and this means that he... I don't know. <laughs> that he... That he is really interested in you. Oh, okay, because he's talking toward you, so his feet are facing you, and they're spread evenly apart, so he's balanced so since he's balanced he's not uncomfortable and since his feet are facing towards you he's interested i can buy that one they actually had an episode on new girl about that where she was like his feet his feet are everywhere i don't know which way his feet are i remember that episode (laughs) she wouldn't want to stand in front of him because his feet kept pointing towards her yes well that's just a little information from cosmopolitan that we've all been dying to know about so now on to bigger and better stories ashley This one particularly hits us hard because we're both communication majors. Right. I have a problem with this one a lot. Um, You know, we take classes to teach us to not... Um, to not fabricate stories, to always be truthful. Right. It's in, you know, for me, the society professional journalist, it's in our code of ethics right. to report, to seek and report the truth. You um, learn about copyright and material. You learn about all of this stuff in classes that you take here at UCF. And but she doesn't go to UCF, so... But I know that at the University of Alabama, they teach these classes at well, right. as well. But um, the story is a staff reporter fabricated sources in the Crimson White, which is the um, student newspaper at the University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, this freshman, who's a journalism major, um, fabricated up to 30 sources. I and, can't believe this. In her, in her stories, and she wrote... She made up fake professor names, fake events, right? Pretty sure that's you. I don't know too. if she made up the fake events. I know she made up... Um, she says she's deeply Majors. Fine. She made up majors, and she made up names, and, um, you know, ages, and... And she's a freshman, by the way. She's a freshman, so this is really going to impact her, even... Was this last level. semester or the beginning of this semester? This was this, this was this year. This story was posted today. Oh, Really? Hard-hitting news right here. <laughs> um, you know, the story was posted today. She started posting stories. Um, the first fabricated story was January 10th, and then she wrote 12 more stories. Um, five of them used completely fabricated sources. There were absolutely no true sources in her story at all. Wow. Um, you know, she said that she was over. I was overwhelmed and succumbed to a lot of pressure I'd been under. Madison Roberts said in an email Tuesday, I did it because the Crimson White had become so important to me that I didn't want to lose it. Well, if she was so stressed out, she could have been like, guys, I can't do a story this week. I have a test in my one class, so you can run the paper without me, and I'll be there next week when I'm not as stressed. And then she wouldn't have had all these issues because she wouldn't have made all these things up. Exactly. And so her editors went through and they fact-checked the spelling of a student's name and discovered that no student existed. And so they went through and checked all of them, and, and none of them existed. And, and how would you feel as a senior who's fact-checking this paper and you're like, really, this freshman is doing this right now and they're the future of our program at our school? Exactly. It's just... It's, and this this paper goes out to not only just the school. It goes out to the community as well. Exactly. And So people that could have hired her down the road, they might remember her name. They'll probably bring her up. She can give them clips all day and... Talk about her resume and blah, blah, blah. But they'll be able to look this up and know, oh, you were the girl who did this. And I'm almost sure that some of her stories made the front page. Because I, I can almost Because remember. they were so crazy, right? They were well, there was one, and it's some students have difficulty finishing in four, and it's one of the stories that had some fabricated sources and some real sources. And I'm almost sure that when I was there, I saw this story on the front page. And, you know, so I know that some of them made the front page, and it's absolutely, you know, just mind-boggling. Again, if you were a senior, and this freshman is making stories on the front page, and you've been on the newspaper team for your whole college career, and this freshman just walks in and is having all these great stories and great success, you'd be kind of mad. And then you find out that they're all fake. That and it's, it's, it bothers me. It's such a disrespect. I know. For me, 
you know, is, you know, people look at journalists and they're like, oh, you know, journalists are liars. And, and this is just another thing. I know. It's just, just one more about. thing. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so sad. You know, I think to me it would have been different if she hadn't been a journalism major because then exactly. I wouldn't so have been able to say, oh, well, you know, maybe she doesn't understand. She doesn't she's know. Not she's not classes. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a little bit more reason. She maybe. doesn't have the integrity to fact check. Or but that she was a journalism major and that somewhere in her she wanted to do this in mm-hmm. her life career. It just You also take those online classes before you get admitted to the after you get admitted to the school, like at UCF, you have to take those plagiarism te- quizzes and stuff before you can actually enroll and go to orientation. Or before your first semester's over. They didn't so you have know that all of, at the all University of Alabama, but they have, you know, every test you take and every time you sit down like basically on every test is printed the code of ethics. Right. That's how my one professor is. Every test, it says it right on the front of the test. You know, if you cheat, if you plagiarize, which applies outside of tests. You know, it applies to real life. And it's it's a degree People of don't realize that. They think, if I do it in school, it's not a big deal. It won't really affect me. But employers can look at this. Even as a future employer, even if she doesn't go into journalism, if she changes Exactly. Major, even if she changes her else, major, this is going to follow her. You know, it's it's how well can I trust you? Are you going to, you know... How do we know you won't do this to our company regarding this line of work? Make up numbers? Or are you going to, you know, make up people? Are you going to make up, you know, advertisers? Or make you, up results? Exactly. And, you know? You know, it's just really, I think, terrifying for her. And, you know, as a student, you you don't think about those consequences. And then when you look at things like this... Mm-hmm. And, you really do think about the consequences and you see how these things are going to follow you even outside of our profession. Mm-hmm. And it's just... I completely agree. This is a story that for us was, you know, just... No, you told me about this and my first word, what? What? Is this real? And it doesn't seem like real life. No, because it doesn't. You hear about it, people, you know, Stephen Glass and people, you know, people in the profession already that... They feel stressed, they feel like they're under pressure, and they do it. But you don't hear about a college student, a freshman college student nonetheless, who does this. And I guess it, I was talking to another student in one of my, um, in my editing class, and, and he was just saying that it, it must be so easy that once you do it once, it's one of those things that catches on. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, well, I got away with it this one time, so I guess no one's going to check the next time I do it either. And then you get caught. Yep, so... Just a reminder to everyone, not just journalism students. Lesson of the day, guys. <laughs> Don't plagiarize. Keep it professional. Exactly. Um, we'd like you to check out our Facebook page. Exactly. Do that, too. <laughs> you can go to Facebook and search Ashley and Sarah Live. Like us on Facebook and keep updated with show times. We post a lot of funny stuff, too. We're trying to post more and more so more people can look at what we post. We posted a photo of Fifty Shades of Grey, and it's this guy who has all these little paint blotches on his shirt, and they're just Fifty Shades of Grey. I thought that was pretty funny. And then we had the one video of the Hooters girl at a a baseball spring training game who caught a live ball. Exactly. (laughs) She thought it was a foul ball, and it was not. Yeah. So we post some videos. We offer conversations, so you can post and chat with us on Facebook, too. Of course, you know, we'd like you to, eventually we're going to take calls, but we haven't really worked up to that yet. One day we will take calls, so if you're dying to get on the air, we'll take your call eventually. We'll let you know. We'd love your feedback on our Facebook page. So join us next Monday. We will be back at our regular time. Our regular time. At 2.30. 2.30 to 4. That's going to be regular time. Monday is 2.30 to 4. So thank you for listening. This is Ashley and Sarah Live. Until next time.